Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Oh man, oh man, I am really excited about this interview. Something Soweto is in the house and I must tell you that we have been waiting for you. We have been on standby. Super excited for you to join us in the studio. Welcome, Baba. Um, thank you, thank you. Thank you. We started uh, the show with a beautiful voice note from someone that you know very, very well. Unziga yes, from the soil. Yes. The relationship that you two have, you know, it's gone beyond friendship. It's now a brotherhood. And you can hear it from, uh, you yeah. know, the words of affirmation and how he just is a fan of your work as well. And he's just like cheering you on. How does it feel to have a brother in the industry who knows exactly where you come from and has been there from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. It's humbling. Mm. Um, especially because, like, he mentioned that we did have a fallout. Like, you know, the soil is the, it's how I debuted into the music industry. Yeah. In SA. And uh, as a result, um, us parting ways really did depress me. And, mm. and I, I felt for a very long time that it would never, like, we would never get back to our friendship. Mm. And, uh, yeah. And, you know... The one thing that I love about my life right now is that I've gone through a period in my life where I thought certain people would never like, you know, I'd never interact with them yeah, or even have them, you know, say good things about me. Mm. And man, time is a beautiful thing, you know? Yeah. Because it heals yeah. almost everything. Like, and puts things into perspective as yes, well. Yes, it does. And, you know, growing up and maturing and, you know, understanding certain things mm. that you might not... I did not understand when I was 20-something. Mm. Mm. You know, it's beautiful to get into this part of my life and yeah. have everyone around me, like, yeah. meet me with warmth, you know, and um, that, yeah, I never imagined, you know, I always felt like I had to fight. Like my twenties, I always felt like I had to fight. I was fighting everyone. I was fighting the soil. I was fighting, mm. you know. And in my thirties, it's like everyone is embracing me, and you know, it's like there's barely any fights, you know. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. I mean, there are fights, but of course, not of a a malicious nature, you know. Mm. And all I'm saying is that it's amazing to have Unziga as part of my life right now, and for yeah. him to even say the things that he says, yeah. I know he means it. Yes, he does. He's very genuine mm. as a person, mm. and uh, and I for a very long time I didn't actually even understand that. You know, like even his ability to be genuine. Yeah, yeah. Like most people might perceive that as being a showboat or like showy, or you know, he's just saying stuff to say it. But mm. Unziga is one of the most genuine people you know um yeah it's like like all of us you know no one is perfect that's true but he is amazing like he literally means what he says is often very excited his enthusiasm always very childlike (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah so it's amazing (laughs) to have someone like that in my life Let's yeah. let's talk about the fallout because I've heard yeah. Nziga's side of the story yeah. and he didn't really want to go into the nitty gritties. And I think, yeah. um, you know, sometimes, especially when time has gone past, yeah. there's no need to get into the details of this one said this and this one did that yeah. and then whatever, you know. We, we Like you say, time is a beautiful thing because we now look back, put things into perspective. Yeah. But from your side of the view, what actually happened? Because 
you were part of the soil. I was. And then due to contractual issues, that's what Nziga said, by the yes. way. Due to contractual issues, unfortunately, you had to part ways. What happened? Well, uh, the the short of the long, because <laughs> I've told the story so many times. I know. And I've told it different ways. Yes. So I'll try to say a, a, a new way. <laughs> a new way, but a more... Also a very honest way, mm. right? Um, so the 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 contract the contract situation was real. Um, when you are young and you have a dream, you have you don't think about the the business aspect of it. Uh-huh. You're just trying to play on the stage, be famous, be known, yeah, make some money, and be a hero. You yeah. know. Um, but often, t- like what normally happens is that as soon as you get into the business of things, mm. um, you have some obligations that you kind of have to meet. Yeah. And there's some restrictions and okay. responsibilities. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and m- our contract had those things with Native Rhythms. Mm. Uh, Native Rhythms signed the soil as artists. And then I had like, because I had been doing music for a while, I had like many imprints. I had I was doing the soil, and then at some point I was doing m- my own thing, something Soweto, mm. and then I was doing a, a band called The Fridge, and I was Bobby, recording house man. music, and you know, so Bob Supostole was like, "Yo, I want to release the soil and have all th- all the stuff that you're doing, all the the stuff that you're doing, not in f- like." Okay, you I know, want you to focus on the focus soil. Focus on the soil. Leave everything right? else. Not even leave, but, you know, let's not do it right now. Let's okay. do it at a particular point. Why? Because I'm a businessman. I am going to put money. I'm yep. going to do this. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm a return on right. that. Right. Yeah. And for me, I just, uh, like, that didn't work out for me. Mm. And so through discussion with the band and the group and 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 we got to a point where we just didn't see eye to eye okay so i was like okay if i can't do so i'm gonna leave and do all the stuff that i want to do right so the other band members were actually in agreement with native native rhythms yes and they were like we want to do this and you were like guys i've I've got other projects that i want to focus on so this is not going to work for me not even not even i got other projects per se for me it was i want to express myself not even it is you know what it is we only met him for three months Mm. and he had this position of authority over a group now mm. because he was our way into the industry. Mm. He would fund us. He would. I just didn't like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I was like, no, this guy, we don't know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> We've been together for like over six years. We've yeah. been doing this. We've been traveling the country. And now you he's know? coming and, and now he, this guy's telling us how to. Aha. You know what I mean? Okay. He was not wrong. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was not wrong. Like, you, you know. You just had a different. Yeah, I just felt like. No, there's a, there's a lot of things. Like I, it was. I think I didn't know how to deal with the authority. Got you. Got you. you. Know? I got um, you. I think it didn't. I didn't feel like it. It observed my authority mm-hmm. too. And I was young. I had a, pr- a point to prove. So I was, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I was like, ah, I'll show you. <laughs> and boy, did you show him? I mean, I. I not really. Well, I you mean, know, at the end, it's like. I understand where he's coming from. Yes. And I understand the journey that 
yeah, I showed him, but not really. I say not really because it took me a while, you mm. know, and I went through strifes that I didn't necessarily have to go through to get to where I needed yeah. to get to. I only realized that. I mean, they say like um, uh, um, a, a clever man learns from his experience, but a wise man learns from other people's experiences. Yes. I didn't have to go through the hardships. I could have just listened to the man who's been through it. Yes. <laughs> Tell me, yo, young this man, is this way. is how you do it. Mm -hmm. This is how, you know what I mean? And I could have saved myself some depression, some oh, uh, wow. spaces of, of like being broke and literally starting my life yeah. as an adult later. Mm. Like I left home at age 28. I couldn't afford to leave home. Because my career, like, I had to start from scratch. Mm. Whilst, like, the soil was... Was like, already, like, booming. Yeah, they were literally um, benefiting from what we all invested sure. in. Sure. So it's the and songs that you guys wrote. Right. It's the, oh, my word. I and here they are, that. living a very nice life. And now you Because they didn't chase me away, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, my God. You know, I love your honesty. <laughs> I really do. How's your relationship right now with Ubab's Tolle? It's good. I mean, uh, it's good. we've never been that close. Mm. Like I said, I met him for three months and then and that was literally it. And then I was like, that I, I'm leaving the group, you know. And so we've never really like had a like a, a great, a great uh, long relationship. Oh, we've had many chats. I see. Um, but Did you I, speak I just, about the fallout? Did you address? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we had many years to kind of get to this point. Mm. Like, He's tried in his own way to kind of get us back together. Mm. Um, it just didn't work out. Like, but he's tried like countless times, maybe twice. <laughs> let, let me not say countless, but he's, he's tried. And he, he, he tried more than the group, more than the soil themselves. Because I, I think it took longer for uh, the, like, the members because it was more personal for everyone. Like I my see. leaving maybe to some some of the i like we've never really spoken about it but i know it it, it was like it felt like a betrayal to some of them because oh no you know oh, we relied on each other and so when i leave you know it's 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 hard for a 20 something year old not to personalize not to internalize of it and course. say yeah maybe you're leaving because you know he thinks we did something to him or him leaving is a reflection of you know, he thinks like they probably thought i didn't like them or i thought i was better there's also all sorts of things that were said you know, yeah you guys were just reasons. at different head different head spaces I we and i think you were young as well yeah. we're in conversation with something so wait please if you have any questions for him please call me on 086-000-2479 086-000-2479 i like the fact that we started the interview setting the record straight and uh, clearing a few things all is well between him and the soil so much so that that uh, every now and then you get to perform with them, which is super cool. That's true. You've given us a list of songs that you absolutely love. One of them is Bob Marley, Three Little Birds. Yeah, that's my daughter's favorite song. Really? Your daughter listens to Bob Marley? Yeah, she's um, a six-year-old who loves Bob Marley. Do you think that she's going to get into music when she grows up? That's one of the careers she wants to pursue. Ah. <laughs> and it helps having a dad who's a superstar. He'll be able to guide her and show her the right way. Hopefully she won't rebel. <laughs> well, if she does, uh, it, she stands to benefit from it somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Like I did. <laughs>
It's Radio 2097.2 to 100 FM Nationwide. Our music, your memories. If you look at uh, his profile picture on Instagram, you see him holding a little girl. And I'm assuming that little girl... Yes, that's my Notoli. That's my child. Your is nice. Yes, my firstborn. Your firstborn. Yeah. Is there going to be another born? I'd like to add. I think I'm ready. You're ready? Yeah, I feel ready. How many children do you actually want to have? I think max four. Ha! Ah. Max, yeah, max four, minimum one. Okay, <laughs> and the gender, because you've got a daughter now, she's gonna be the first born, yeah. Susom Dala. And then, how many boys and how many girls? I th- I think I wouldn't be upset if I only had girls. Really? Are you a girl dad? Yeah, I think it's easier raising girls than than guys. I'm the opposite. Hey, I'm yeah. a I'm a boy mom, and God has blessed me with uh, two plus bonus children, and mm-hmm. I find boys just amazing really and you find girls amazing yeah i think i think girls are easier oh is it yeah okay there's a lot there's a lot to kind of deal with when when raising guys i mean i can tell from from me like (laughs) there's a lot of things i'm only realizing now in my manhood oh this is what it means to be this type of guy. Oh, okay. And like, I'm old. And your parents had to go and deal and deal with that. Yeah, like it's it's a real thing. Like, there's certain things that I feel like men are missing, mm. and uh, our societies are not really built to kind of teach them that. Mm. They kind of have to go find it themselves. Yeah. And it's it's such a shame, it, in my opinion. Mm. You know. Yeah. So. Like with women, it's like I think you can raise a girl. Like there's a lot of, I think help, you know, in society. Yeah, the village and, rises yeah. up to raise the little girl. But uh, with the guys, like there's certain things that you kind of, I feel like men have to understand mm-hmm. that is contrary to like you know what other men have been raised. Like our, like how we and our fathers and our forefathers were raised. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's, there's a lot of things that I think need to be addressed. In the space of young men, got you, you know, got and, you. and um, yeah, it's scary mm. because those are the same things that I went through that I kind of deal with. Like I'm friends with a lot of, you know, I have a lot of guy friends, yeah, of course, and um, yeah, we deal we deal with a lot of things. Like the depression is crazy. Mm. I want to talk about that because October is Mental Health Awareness Month, and you have been very public about your mental health struggles, depression, to yeah. be specific. Yeah. When was w- talk to me about that place where you realize actually I'm I'm not okay, and yeah. this is quite concerning because uh, it's a prolonged sadness. Yeah. And what did you do? Who did you speak to? And when did you realize that actually I need help? Well, I mean, just to be clear, like clinically, I'm not diagnosed with yes. depression mm-hmm. per se, right? But I've had like long periods of melancholy. Mm. Of just a sadness of sorts, right? And, um, and, uh, I have a serious, I, I mean, I, I, ho- I hope I'm getting over it, but I have a serious problem of avoidance. You know, they say if a mind can't, if a person can't, like, you know, how a mind, when it deals with stress, there's a, a fight or flight mm. response where it's either you fight the thing or you run away from it. And if you can't do both, the mind just gets into a space where it shuts everything out. And yeah, yeah, I think I li- I've lived there uh, a bulk of my life. Like there are periods of my of my life that I can't remember. You know, it's all blacked out. 
to some degree. Like I really, uh, like uh, a lot of people that I don't remember in my past. What? Yeah, it's like, cause I, I just avoid. It was really traumatic. And it's just disappointing also. Cause you, you know, trauma is a form of, mm-hmm. disap- of disappointment. Mm-hmm deep disappointment you mm. know where systems that are put in place in my life have not really saved me from have some of the things you. That, yeah mm. you know so i dealt with that like the bulk of my life you know and but like recently when covid hit i just felt like i can't live like this anymore sure you know so i started looking for professional help you know started talking to people mm. and um yeah, it's been a journey and... Uh, How's it going? It's amazing, you know. <laughs> um, one thing I like about having, like, therapy yeah. in particular is that you have someone who's just there to listen to you without, like, judgment per se, Yeah, you know. And uh, ah, that thing has worked for me, you know, also validating like certain parts of myself that I felt were, like were not really present. Yeah. You know, um, and having someone who assures you that, oh, what you're what you're experiencing is, is actually it, it, it's real. It's real. It's yeah, valid. And it's OK for you to experience that. It's valid. And this is how we can experience it. And still, and you don't have actually have to dwell on it. You don't have True. to stay there. You could literally choose not to react to certain things. You know, like, I don't know. I just felt like I've, I feel. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's been awesome. So. A- and it looks good on you. Oh, yeah? Like, it really does. <laughs> the skin is glowing. The eyes are sparkling. <laughs> and also, physically, you just look well. Yeah. A- and it just goes to show that you really are taking care of mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. You then went on social media, and uh, you publicly spoke about your depression. What was yeah. the reaction? Um, were people actually saying, you know what, we've been waiting for someone, uh, especially with the with the stature yeah. that you have to talk about it to make yeah. it okay or was it backlash how was the reception oh man i like i don't really read comments ah <laughs> <laughs> i do but i try not to not not they get they get very overwhelming they do so i'll yeah. i'll respond to like 10 or 20 max mm. and my thing about that is that i ensure that i don't run away from even the negative ones and some of my some of my loving fans, like people who actually, you know, like what I do, like they get so upset with me because they're like, "Yo, you don't pay, you shouldn't pay attention to negativity." What do people say? What g- give me a negative comment that you that you that you got? Oh As no, I'd, I'd mean. rather not. That's giving it too much power. Like on a platform like this, to say what 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 someone what, yeah said. negative. Oh hell no! Because <laughs> I'm also I'm trying to find out what it is that someone can say. That is bad because the music that you give us is yeah. perfection. You Thank can you. you hear it; it makes you feel good. And and I was listening to a couple of your songs um, uh, in preparation of this interview. Yeah. And I was thinking, there's something very healing about your voice, something very soothing. And I'm sure you've heard that before. Uh, I was on YouTube and I saw uh, it was an impromptu moment of you singing a song, a gospel song called yes, Bow. Yes. And it has over 1.6 million views use that video alone yes and there's something very healing about your about your voice i'm struggling to find a negativeness in it yeah i mean uh, i don't know i you know i don't dwell you don't dwell on it okay got you 
But you. yeah, it happens, and um, it's, not, it's not bad. It's not all bad. I, I'm f- one thing for sure that I can say to everyone who's listening about social media is that we need to remember it's not really real. It's not the <laughs> real world. It's not real that place because everyone on social media who has anything negative to say, when you meet them in real life, they're not like that. Nope. They're very polite. <laughs> you know, there's there's a, <laughs> a particular way to interact with people that we forget when you're on social media. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, you can get away with saying, like, all these malicious things on social media because you don't actually see my face. Yeah. But and when they, they do see your yeah, face, when they see my fa- it's a completely different person. I don't even think it's because... I don't even think they don't say the negative things in public because they're afraid of me. I think they just understand that you're talking to a human. You don't they behave get to that see- way. Exactly. I got you. So got yeah, you. it's not a real place, everyone. No, don't worry. it's not. Let's have fun. Social media, yay. You just said don't worry. <laughs> Which is your next song. Which is yes. your next song. Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry. Why the song? Why do you like it so much? Well, um, yeah, this is another one that my daughter loves. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like we've got all her playlist here. It is something Soweto's daughter's songs that we're playing right now. Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Please call us on 086-000-2479. The man is here and he's ready to answer your questions. Those ones are gifted. Yeah. They are gifted. <laughs> Hey, my sister, you're having one of the greatest vocalist moms. And yeah. I heard one lady some other time saying, this guy doesn't need an auto-tune, and I know he hates it. He says he's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to And, uh, you know, <laughs> Sam Kelo is the greatest singer, so I want to know from him, is it really true that... Um, they're going to work they're going to work with uh, the soil mm. cooking something or something like that thank you this is siavuya nondalane uh, aka two black hearts on instagram and facebook uh, talking to you from south korea i'm out here working oh, wow. for my family and i heard that uh, something soweto is coming on the studio today i just want to say to him man your music touches our lives please never stop mm. it's not only about the melodious voice but also the content of of your music when i heard uno Toli, uh, my girlfriend was six months pregnant and ah. it changed my whole perspective i was really worried about becoming a dad but after hearing that song and listening to it multiple times, I fell in love with being a father and now I'm doing an amazing job. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, something so to God bless you. How does that feel? All the love that you're receiving. Feels great. Feels, Feels great. good. Yeah. Feels good. There's more. There's more. I've got oh. Frederick on the line. Frederick, you love on Radio 2000. Fine, thanks. How are you, Frederick? I just want to say welcome back from Terra. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And the last one will be accepted but I tried to call you on Tuesday. I, the lines were like... So, oh, yes, the lines were... Thank you one. so much. The big three nine. I'm almost done with my 30s. Yeah, I just... I'm for the We're waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Do you have a question for something, can, Soweto? Yeah, can I just greet the gentleman? Yeah, I'm not doing 
Super, super talented. Thank you so much, Frederick. We've got Katleho on the line. Katleho, it's your turn. I've got something so wet. Hi. Hi. Okay, we need to compose. Compose yourself, girl. A guy in Dao, he's here for you. Just breathe and then you can ask him your question. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I get it. I get why you feel the way that you do. Do you have a question or do you have a comment? Yes, I do. Um, hi, something to so Hi, hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, I really like to ask why, what's the inspiration behind Amajan because I mm. really love it and I feel like it has a strong message out to the world. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a right. gent. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let go of you, Katoho, and then you can listen on the radio now. Okay. Okay. All right. I think let's quickly go for a short ad break because no I problem. want to get a full explanation of the meaning behind Amagens. And I'm sure a lot of people want to know as well. We're going to go for a quick short ad break. When we come back, something Soweto is going to answer your questions. Are they working on something with the soil? We're going to find out after this. It's 10.51. We're hanging out with something Soweto, a man that needs no introduction. He's done so well for himself, even though it hasn't been easy. Lots of trials and tribulations, fallouts with friends, but he's managed to mend those relationships and he's doing extremely, extremely well for himself. Baba, so we had two questions. Yes. One on voice of, on the voice note saying that, are you working on something with the soil? Will you guys ever come together? Yeah, we're currently working on like a show. Nice. That Tuntiga needs to produce. <laughs> and it's taking forever, by the way. Tuntiga, <laughs> if you're listening, please. Uh, let's go. Yeah, uh, we're working on a show. Um, music wise, um, the soil is working on their next project. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how far they are. Mm-hmm. When we started talking, they were already started. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. As far as that is concerned, but yeah. like I'll definitely do something with them on my music. Oh, you that's know, on nice. my album. But uh, I would love to be on that album. But it, it, me being on that album would probably delay it. So <laughs> I don't know what Sipostolo would have to advise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, we are working on a show. That's uh, yeah. Uh, get on it, please. Yes. Get on it. And then, th- what was the inspiration behind the song Ama Jens? Ama Jens. Um, I mean, apart from, like, I just imagined myself being uh, a father to my daughter as a teenager. Mm. Oh. If she was a teenager, what would I say? And instead of, like, making it very philosoph- philosophical or, mm. or, like, very intense deep. or deep. I just thought, you know, a normal father would never say the right thing per se. Mm. They'll just say what would make her very careful. Yeah. And that's just saying all men are the same. Like, baby. <laughs> be careful. Be careful. All men are the same. <laughs> Leave men alone. <laughs> you know, Leave boys. Focus in school on Focus school. Focus on school. We'll see them later. Yeah. They're all the same. Just, you know? So that's the that's where it comes from. Um and then of course I had to touch on, you know, the state at which, you know, um our relations or like the state of women in the country yeah. and 
um, gender-based violence mm. and mm. All, all these crimes, you know. Because mm. you are raising a daughter yes. who's going to be affected yes. by all these ills. Yes. So I think, yeah, you know, if I don't say so myself, like, so I wrote the song with, um, a team of two, mm. uh, my table, who normally plays bass, mm. um, and you know Anzo, who's an, a, a rapper, an artist, yeah. uh, who signed with, uh, um, what is it, Ten Five Cartel, Ikampanigas Java, mm. I think I'm not I'm not sure about the name, but yeah, Ikampanigas Java, and and um, they really did a good job, and so the crazy thing is that the whole song is written by men. But it's about, you know, the state of women That's, in the country. Yeah. And I think we need that. We need men to speak up because <laughs> it is you guys who are going to stop the violence. Not yeah. us saying, stop killing us, stop. Yeah. It's for men to rise up and actually, right. you know, become an ally in this fight against GBV. Right. I-, I wanted to ask about the highs and lows of the music industry. Okay. You spoke very openly about, uh, you know, depression. But I want to speak about the highs. The moment where maybe you were standing on stage in a different country and you looked into the audience and you were like, never in my wildest dreams did I think that my voice and my music and my ability to write will take me here. Whether it was outside of the country, whether it was performing for someone that you absolutely admired or someone called you or sent you a DM and said, you know what, Fanak, I love you. I think you're great. Can you take us to that moment where you were just like, this is insane. I can't believe my voice did this. Yeah. I mean, you know, the sad thing about what what I was talking about with my depression and stuff. Mm. Oh, it's not really re- depression, but it's it's like long periods of, of sadness, sadness, right? Mm. And um, I lived in my head, so I mm. went. Through, I played for thousands and like big stages, stadiums, blah blah, whatever. And uh, I just didn't see it. You didn't take it all I, in. It was. It was just. I just wanted to finish. Oh, by like, okay. Uh, I'm I'm nervous. Okay, I'm gonna jump on. I'm gonna do this song. What's the next song? What's the next song? What's the next song? Then we're done. Great, great. I'm and out. Then you're out. And then I could go home, lock my door, watch TV, eat all the food that I can, and sleep. And that was like my life. So, but now, now I go on tour, and I play for an audience of four auditorium, yes. and I I can't believe it. And uh, it's amazing. We mm. call it the now and never. I called it that because it's now and never. This is the I, tour, I, I'm right? I'm living in... You are in the moment. In the moment. And I'm making these memories and they count. And I'm present. And everyone is happy. And I look at their faces. Oh, yeah. That's another thing about living in my head. Like, I learned to interact with people by looking at them in the eye in maybe less than six months ago. Mm. I spent the bulk of my life as a young man like literally not truly looking at you avoiding eye yeah, contact never looking at people and i think it it was also part of growing up in soweto where it's a sign of respect yeah it's not a sign to of look respect at someone in yeah. the eye and you you know so w- what i'm saying is that yeah right now i'm present i love it i can see people smiling i, I can love see it. the reactions of like it's it's great in Durban they'll be smiling yeah. and they are looking forward <laughs> to having eye contact with yes. you talk to me about uh, your performance in Durban we're going to Durban on the 29th when um, we're playing what's this place the theatre there oh my gosh 
<laughs> let me look it the up. The Durbanites, please help us. Let what is the theater there? My gosh, I can't believe this is so <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> okay, I'm playing the theater there. Uh, it's called the Playhouse. The Playhouse. My gosh, how could I forget? <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing the Playhouse in Durban. Yeah, on the 29th is going to be awesome. Yeah, tickets are up on Web Tickets. Yes, and uh, it's part of the. It's the last show. It's the last leg of the tour that I started here in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went to East London, and then I went to Cape Town. Mm. So now I'm ending it in Durban. In Durban, yeah, yeah. So please get your ticket. It's going to be great. Oh, uh, how did it come about? January, I went on TikTok and asked people, "What do you want to for me to perform?" Because I really don't know what to perform. I anymore. actually remember that post. Yeah. Yes, and I went through. They sent me hundreds, if not thousands, <laughs> of track lists. Yes, and I went through all of them. Believe it or not, I went through all of them and I found the average. Yeah. And I took all those songs and I compiled a track list that I'm performing at the tour. So that's why we're doing the Now and Never. So it's music selected by the people for the people. Yeah. Oh, Samke Baba, this, I, before I even started speaking to you, I was like, I'm going to have a great time chatting to you. And you know what? I had a wonderful time chatting to mm-hmm. you. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you so much for being so honest. And thank you so much for just being you and i love the fact that you love your daughter and you write songs about her and i pray that you get your three other children and then you <laughs> must you must let me know when the babies are on the way all the best baba magwande ne? thank you so much thank oh. you for the opportunity thank you something so wait i was so nervous when uh, we were preparing for this interview but now i'm just like oh i like him i like him a lot radio 2000 podcast mm-hmm.